What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cretaceous Campcast. I'm Cretaceous Dave, and thanks once again for joining me to talk about Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Before I dive into the topic, uh, two quick things that came out last night and this morning, kind of related to Camp Cretaceous. The first, this morning, some DLC for Jurassic World Evolution 2 was announced, and it looks so cool. It's a Camp Cretaceous pack, so it's got new skins and a couple of new dinosaurs, and it looks fantastic from what we've seen from the pictures and the trailer. I'm not going to go into too much detail. There are a lot of great folks that cover Jurassic World Evolution 2 out there. Go look them up. They have some great videos, some great descriptions, and everything like that, but if you play the game, definitely check it out. It looks so cool. I am particularly looking forward to the Scorpius Rex, and I mentioned on Twitter, I kind of just want to build a park in sandbox mode and let that thing go crazy and see what happens. Uh, I really hope that they bring a lot of the movements and its unpredictability into the game. As someone that did some artificial intelligence work a billion years ago, it's not going to be that easy to make it as crazy and unpredictable as it was in the show, but it'll be fun to see. Uh, I hope they could really pull it off. It'd be great. And the second bit is last night, Michael Corelli, which uh, you may know he cosplays as Owen Grady a lot. On Twitter, he posted this little card wallet that Universal Orlando was selling, and it looks like an old school boxing promotional poster and it's advertising a Carnotaurus and Allosaurus fight in Malta. And the reason I'm bringing that up in a Camp Cretaceous podcast is because A, we saw dino fighting in season four, and B, this is literally something I talked about last week in the introductory episode where just off the top of my head when I said, what are these North American dinosaurs? Well, they're not from North America, but we last saw them in North America. What are they doing in Malta? Does it have something to do with being captured and being forced to fight? And, well, it looks like that may be the case. Now, merch isn't always correct with film plot and stuff like that, but it's looking like there's a good chance that that really weird guess of a connection that I made in my head could be a possibility. So it'll be really cool to see. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check that out on Twitter. It's a really cool-looking piece of merch, and I hope they make bigger ones, like poster size and stuff. That would be really, really cool. All right, so the topic. What do I want to talk about? A lot of you mentioned some great suggestions. You asked some questions, and it's cool. I'm going to get to those eventually. I love them. But today's topic kind of came out of nowhere. I was chatting with one of you on Twitter and you said something to me that registered something in my head that I said, huh, that was a really big deal. And then we forgot all about it. And I don't know if all of us forgot about it. The show definitely ignored it in season four. And I forgot about it watching season four because most of season four I was like, what's going on? What? Wow. And some people, the wow can be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, it, it depends on your perspective and what you thought about season four. It wasn't for everybody, or all parts of it weren't for everybody, and that's perfectly fine. But I know personally, I was so wrapped up in all of the stuff going on in that season 
that this little bit of information completely slipped my mind until, you know, last week or whenever it was that this came to me. And that topic I'm going to talk about is the USB drive from season three. And then when I'm done saying my piece, which isn't going to be super long, it's not a topic I can cover for like an hour or so, uh, but I do have a few things I want to say about it, what I think about it, what I thought about it, where it could be going. But then after that, I had this fun little idea of something maybe Universal could do, kind of geared towards kids, related to the USB drive. So I'll mention that at the end. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, uh, yeah, I have Bumpy with me today. Uh, I don't have her in full puppet mode and she's not going to be completely on screen because she'll be covering me. And when I get rid of the green screen, it may kind of get rid of her. We'll find out. <laughs> and for those of you just listening to the podcast, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm holding a Bumpy puppet right now. So if you're interested in seeing what it looks like, go check it out on YouTube, Cretaceous Media, and you'll see it. Anyway, let's talk about the USB drive. As a reminder, in case you all forgot, I don't know how, but a major plot point of the last quarter-ish of season three had to do with the USB drive. Not just the drive in particular, but once we see the intro to Fallen Kingdom scene play out in Camp Cretaceous, which was fantastic, by the way, we learned that Dr. Wu was on the island at the time, and he says, I need to go get my laptop I need to go get all my research. And the kids overhear this and they're like, we've got to put a stop to this. We can't have him creating another Indominus, another Scorpius, something even worse. So their plan is to go get this laptop, get the data off of it. And I think their exact words were something about delivering it to the authorities. So a big part of the last couple of episodes is Brooklyn getting the laptop then getting captured, and then the kids, the rest of the campers, you know, getting their hands on the laptop, transferring all the data to the USB drive so that they can take it with them, and, you know, the laptop ends up getting destroyed. Now, this is a big plot point because at the end of the season, when none of us knew anything about what season four was going to be like, and I think the season completely threw everybody for a curveball, but a lot of the talking points were... Is this USB drive what the kids end up delivering to government officials, authorities, anything that might be left of InGen to basically bring down Dr. Wu, that this is the evidence used to strip him of his credentials, all the stuff that goes on in the trials, and that's why in Fallen Kingdom he's just Henry Wu. He's no longer Dr. Wu. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in thinking that. I know it was brought up in different podcasts and live streams and other stuff. It's It, it was probably one of the uh, more general theories that people thought was what was going to happen with the USB drive. Well, season four starts, and it starts off with the Mosasaurus attacking the boat that the kids are on, and then it destroys it, and the kids get washed up on Manicore Island. From that second through the rest of the season with everything crazy happening on that island and all the new stuff we saw and the stuff we found out about, not once did I think, hey, what's going on with that USB drive? And now, more than ever, I'm thinking, what's going on with that USB drive? The first couple of things that come in 
my head are, do they just completely write out that piece of the story? And when the boat got destroyed, did the drive fall into the ocean? Did it sink to the bottom? Did something happen to it? When we're at that point, we have no idea who had the drive. I'm assuming it's Darius, but we don't know. Another possibility is it never fell out or came out of somebody's pocket or whatever, but it just got so, so wet that the drive's permanently damaged and they have no way of recovering anything on it. They don't know that because they don't have access to a computer or anything to look up the drive, make sure it's fine. And eventually, later on down the line, we get to a point where they plug it into something or Cash gets his hands on it and plugs in a computer and nothing. It's just completely damaged. Personally, I don't want to see stuff like that happen with the drive. It was way too important of a plot point. It drove a rift. You don't drive a rift. It created a rift between Darius and Kenji because Darius and most of the other campers were all about, we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure everyone is safe. And Kenji was like, no, we don't put friends' lives in danger. And we find out later that's because he had this huge crush on Brooklyn and he was worried about her. And everyone was worried about her, of course, but even she was on board with, no, you do whatever it takes to get this data off of here, off the island. We want to make sure he doesn't create any of these monsters ever again. So with that being such a big deal, I really hope they don't completely ride off the USB drive. And I hope they're going to address it in season five in some way. And similarly, I really hope they're going to address the distress beacon at the beginning of season two, which seemed like such a huge deal. And the message was received that it never got mentioned again. Not the rest of two. It got mentioned when the kids thought Mitch and Tiff got it. But who really got it? We never got. We never got it in season three. We never got it in season four. I still think it was Manticore, but hopefully we find out. Otherwise, that's another thrown away plot point. And I hope the show doesn't continue to do that. I really hope all of these loose ends get tied up. Other questions I have with the USB drive is if Darius had it and he got you know, captured or however, you know, you want to say it happened by Cash and he spent all this time with him. Why did Cash not search him? Here's this random kid that shows up on this island. You're definitely going to be asking a lot of questions. He doesn't know the other kids are there. He suspects it, but he doesn't know for sure. Why wouldn't you search him for weapons or anything like that? Or is Cash just so in his own head, thinks he's the smartest, greatest person there is out there, that he thinks, yeah, this this kid can't do anything. This kid can't take me down. So he doesn't bother searching. I know if I was in that situation, I would probably check or have him empty his pockets or do something. So it's, it's another point with season four of completely ignoring the USB drive. And I've said it a couple times already. I'm going to keep saying it. I hope that's not the case. I hope they don't completely ignore it. I really want to see this addressed again. And that's what's taken me to season five and possibly beyond, including maybe Dominion. Who knows? But I would like to see something happen with the drive in season five. Season four ended and we saw Kenji's dad. 
And that looks like it surprised everybody, including Kenji. Surprised me. I know that. We had some suspicions, and I think I even possibly mentioned that in my 12 Days videos. But actually seeing it play out was a big deal. And it just caused even more questions in my head about what's going to happen next. And now I'm thinking about the USB drive related to that. And a lot of different ways you can go. They could be getting searched or patted down or something that he wants to do that to make sure they didn't steal anything or anything like that. They come across the drive. And then this could go multiple ways. It can be the kids grab it real quick and they just throw it into the middle of the herd of Dilophosaurus. And then no one wants to go get it or the Dilophosaurus spits on it and the thing melts or disintegrates or something like that. You can go in that direction with it. Then the drive is gone. Nothing ever happens. That information is never out there. And it's just done with. Nobody can make it. But also... They don't have any evidence to turn into Dr. Wu, which means to turn in Dr. Wu, which then means there's something else that's the cause of everything that happens in between that time and 2018. Another possibility is they get their hands on it, but somewhere else along the line of the season, potentially at the very end of it, the kids somehow manage to take it back. And then they do get it home, all of that stuff plays out. It contributes, etc., etc. The other side, well, not necessarily other side. There are two parts that can happen if Cash and Daniel do get their hands on it. The first is they just keep it. And then they have this information. And what they would do with it, we don't know. Could they then sell it or give it to Biosyn? Can Biosyn be part of Manticore? Can they buy them out? Personally, I think we're going to see Biosyn in Season 5, and it's going to be a tiny little introduction to them to kind of build that bridge into Dominion. And if they get their hands on it, as far as we know, they didn't make any hybrids, but they can use all of Wu's research to speed up their process of making dinosaurs. Because as far as we know, they have none at this point. And in 2022, apparently they have a bunch of them walking around the planet. So I don't know. We don't know for sure it's all theirs. Right now we're just taking guesses. The other thing can tie back to the out there stretch that I had last week where I said, hey, maybe those Atrociraptors are controlled kind of like the Indoraptor. And now if they get their hands on that research, that makes perfect sense that they absolutely could integrate that technology with a slightly different version with what Cash is already doing, kind of combine the two and maybe control their dinosaurs. It, not necessarily the Atrociraptors, I don't know. I was just using that as an example as from what we saw in that scene, that they seem to be ignoring everything other than chasing Owen on a motorcycle. So maybe Owen was a target or something like that. I have no idea. Completely made that up. It came to me as I was talking about it last week. And... It, I, I don't know. It, it could be interesting to see what happens with this. There's so much information on there. It is years of Wu's work and research, and he lost it. And he even says, 
you know, what would take months could now take years if he didn't find that laptop. And it explains why the Indoraptor took years for him to make. And it was also just a prototype. He didn't have any of that. He had to start all over. So, you know, that that USB drive is a big deal for him, for the general public to bring him down or prevent something like that from happening again. And now that we know there are other players in the game, it's a big deal for those companies too. I don't see Manticore playing a role after Camp Cretaceous ends, unless, like I said, they are part of Biosyn, bought out by Biosyn. If they're mentioned at all in Dominion, that'd be a kind of cool little nod, but I don't know it's going to happen, and I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. Or is Season 5 not the end? If Season 5 ends days or weeks after where Season 4 left off, that's not really a satisfactory ending. And then it leaves even more questions because Dominion's then going to come out and we're going to be put in this weird situation where we see what happens at the literal end of the franchise according to all of the marketing and advertisement. But we have a show still stuck in 2016 that's going to have more seasons. And I don't care. I would love it. I would watch it. They can they can have season 10, 15, 20 seasons and go all the way from 2016 up to 2018 to see what happens. I don't see that happening, though. But if they did, it gives them another excuse to not bring up the USB drive if the entirety of season five covers major plot points about what's happening on that island and stuff like that. I don't think that's the case. I think by the end, they are definitely leaving. They're definitely getting to the mainland. I don't know if they get home. And I I said something similar in the lead up to season four. But I do think they get off the island and end up somewhere. And hopefully they have that USB drive and turn it over. It, who knows? Maybe we see parts of the trials and whatnot. That would be really cool. But now, you know, my head is kind of thinking... Even if they get it, I think someone nefarious is going to have at least some of the data and it's going to tie into something with Dominion. I have no proof. I have no facts. I have nothing to back that up. It's going off of what I built in my head over the last few days. So that's pretty much all I have to say about the USB drive. It's, it's not a topic can really cover for a super long time. If anyone wants to dive super deep into it, we can try to have a conversation and break things down. I'm not really sure how much <laughs> more we could really talk about on it, but it was right there, right at the front of my brain when this conversation online happened. And I just wanted to talk about it because if I didn't get it out now, I would probably completely forget about it because other information would be coming out or some of the stuff I already wrote down that I want to talk about, some of the things you guys had mentioned you want to hear me talk about or questions you want answered, I would get to all that and I'd completely forget about the USB drive just like I did watching the show. I, I watched season four a couple times and not once in my head that it connect. Where the heck is that USB drive? But now I'm thinking about it. So especially I've been rewatching the last chunk of episodes of season three a bunch of times with my son because he's got this set of three episodes that are his favorite starting with the Scorpius attacking the campers and then all the way through where we first get introduced to Wu in the show. 
Well, we first get introduced to him in season one, but I mean, back on the island after the events of the uh, the park falling. And then he stops watching and wants to start back over from that spot. And a lot of it is because he doesn't like the humans chasing and capturing the kids. That's a little scary for him because it seems more real than dinosaurs attacking and chasing the kids. He's completely fine with that. He's fine with the dinosaurs eating people. Has no issue with it whatsoever. But as soon as this mean military guy grabs Brooklyn, he says, Daddy, turn it off. I don't want to watch this anymore. And that's fine. The first time we watched the season, we made it all the way through because he didn't know what to expect. And now that he knows it's coming, he just doesn't want to watch it anymore. And that's fine. So over the last week, I've gotten to watch the Scorpius Rex tear stuff up and be an absolute menace a handful of times already. And I love it. And it's every time I watch it, I appreciate the score in season three even more. The music is amazing and it's very film-like. So if you haven't paid attention to the score in the show, season three is definitely the one to just make note of it. And it's one of the first things I recognized watching season three the first time that, wow, this music is incredible. So anyway, <laughs> got off topic of the USB drive, but that's it for what I wanted to say about it. But I did say I have one other little thing that can tie into it that I think can be fun. And it could be little mini series, like a, a two or three minute thing for each one or a series of the small books. I'm sure some of you have seen the listings for the new ones coming out that are Dominion branded. But going back to Fallen Kingdom and whatnot, they had other ones like the Step Into Reading and the other things. There are these thin paperback books geared towards kids to get them to you know, help them learn to read and other stuff like that. And they're, they're a lot of fun. One of them actually broke down Blue's genetic makeup, and I thought that was really cool. So I listed like, oh, she was built with Monitor Lizard and Birds of Prey to make her super intelligent and stuff like that. So they're cool books. But what I think would be really cool to see related to the USB drive is either a series of shorts or books called something like The Woo Files. And each one is something from that USB drive. So it's a folder or a file or notes or even one of the videos. We saw a bunch of little video clips that were was breaking down like E750. <coughs> Excuse me, talking too much and it's dry in here. Sorry about that. I'm not going to edit that out. So you're going to have to listen to me cough. Sorry. Anyway, a series of little things going into each one. And they can get into stuff we never saw on film or in the show that's been out there in other ways. Like maybe explore some of the other hybrids that we never actually got to see, like the Stegoceratops or the Carnoraptor. The only time we saw that for real on screen is in the Lego Indominus Escape. Obviously, that's not canon, but it's it's awesome because if it was canon, then the Indominus ate hot dogs and not other dinosaurs. But it would be cool to see stuff like that or explaining the makeup of Blue. Imagine how cool that file on that drive is about Blue. Now, Wu definitely has something in 2018 because Owen and Maisie see that laptop with videos of Owen training Blue as a baby. So maybe some of the USB data did make it off. I don't know. 
I just thought of that right now when I was saying, hey, looking at the makeup of Blue, and now I'm thinking, wait, we have video of Owen training baby Blue. So who knows? Now I'm even more confused about the USB drive. And if Wu lost all of his data, why does he have this video? Where did that come from? I don't know. But this little series or whatever called the Wu Files, I, I think it would be really fun to do something like that. And if you make it kid-oriented, to learn a little bit more about the dinosaurs and Wu's experimentation, there could be a file that, yes, back in the 90s, we were using frog DNA, but we stopped doing that because we didn't want the females turning into males. And, well, you know what happens then. So he switched to other types of DNA to fill in the gaps and whatnot. The whole process of making the Indominus Rex, we kind of learn a little bit about Scorpius. So maybe the Indominus. I think that could be really fun. Uh, you guys can let me know what you think. Or if you have ideas of how it could work or what it should be, definitely leave a comment or hit me up on Twitter. At Cretaceous underscore Dave is the best way of getting a hold of me. The podcast and other stuff I'm going to be working on at Media Cretaceous. I try not to interact too much on that one. That's just more of posting if I have a video up or some kind of announcement or something like that. So at Media Cretaceous, that Cretaceous Media on YouTube and at Cretaceous underscore Dave is my personal Twitter account. If you want to see some ramblings, rants, absolute chaos, pictures of my kid, whatever, give me a follow, hit me up, chat with me. And not Camp Cretaceous. Oh, not true. I am very much tying it into Camp Cretaceous. I was going to say not Camp Cretaceous at all, but another uh, fun little project I started about a week ago. If you're interested in a fake viral marketing for Biosyn, you can follow at NotBiosyn on Twitter. I was a little disappointed that no official viral marketing has started yet for Dominion. Maybe it will. I don't know. Hopefully it will. And it'll be awesome. But I had this kind of crazy idea that I thought it would be great that if they painted Biosyn in this nice, friendly, wholesome light, that there's a commercial where they're saying, hey, we're good guys. We're trying to fix everything. We're here for you. And the phrase I came up with for most of the videos is we're building a better tomorrow. And I have a friend who's a videographer. He's amazing at video editing. He does incredible music videos. And I've wanted to get into doing some video stuff for you know, the podcast, for some of the other projects I have coming up. So I said, what's a way to start? And he said, find something you like and have fun. So I decided, hey, this Biosyn thing is a great way of doing that. So I started playing around and... In less than 48 hours, the videos had over 5,000 views and over 100 followers. And I'm thinking, man, this fake account I have is way more popular than my own. <laughs> but that's okay. Like I said, I'm not after likes, followers, subscribers, whatever. I'm just here to have fun and here to talk to you guys about Camp Cretaceous. But I am trying to tie it to Camp Cretaceous because A, I don't think it's something they're really going to do. And B, it's really fun for me. So the second commercial, if you guys haven't watched them, go ahead. Let's start all the way back at the beginning of the timeline because the videos make way more sense if you start at the beginning and then work your way forward. 
but in the second commercial, it appeared that there was a glitchy version of it uploaded. So it's it's happening, then a small glitch happens, then the commercial's going on, a small glitch, more of the commercial, and then it static glitch. And then it's me as Dr. Howard King. And for those unfamiliar, in the Lost World novel, Howard King works for Biosyn, he's a biologist, and he's on the island with Dodgson. And as far as we know, he's not going to be in the movie. So I just took it upon myself to be like, all right, he's part of this fake viral marketing that's going on. Anyway, I'm talking as him, and it's a few months after, in my head, what I'm assuming, the kids leave the island, and he's talking about early dinosaur experiments and the information they got from a drive that was from some assets, which is what he's calling the campers. And I have more things that I'm going to go to with that story, and it's fun. And then I had a commercial like two days ago or something. It's commercial, then it glitches, and there's a really quick like two-second snippet of a white Scorpius Rex in this big open area behind my house, behind the backyard. And I have like a you know, wind kind of panty voiceover like, do you see that thing? And it's cool. So I I have more ideas for tying Camp Cretaceous into these Biosyn videos. And other things I'm doing with them is I'm making these little dialogues and snippets and taking out clips from the cameo videos I have from Wayne Knight and BD Wong. And I've almost run out of material from those that I could use. And a lot of people love them. Like, I want to see the story continue. And more than one person actually said, hey, is this real? Because what are they talking about? The island got destroyed by a volcano. I hope people realize it's not real, because if you check the profile, it literally says it's not real and it's not associated with Universal, Amblin, Jurassic. But hey, it's if it's good enough that people are believing it, cool. But unless I pay for more cameos from them and tell them specifically, can, can you talk in character some more but cover different stuff that you didn't cover? I'm not going to have any more clips of them. So we'll see. It's not something I can necessarily afford out of pocket to do. But I have other fun stuff. And if any of you out there want to help participate, let me know. Some of you reached out. I'm going to try to fit you in however I could. One person in particular had this cool idea. And we're trying to coordinate working together. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll see. If you're interested in seeing fake viral marketing check out at not biosyn on twitter i did make a youtube channel i uploaded two or three of the videos i haven't uploaded all of them i haven't advertised the youtube channel at all i keep getting copyright notices because of the background music even though i have a license for the music and i'm uploading the license and they're still saying like hey this is copyright all that means is i can't monetize it and i don't plan on monetizing anything anyway that's you know it's not going to get enough views and i don't really care about making money from it it's about having fun but i think just focusing on Twitter is kind of some of the allure of it and what's, you know, making people interested because you're just scrolling and here's just a little quick video that starts up, especially the ones that have Nedry and Wu in it, where the background is DNA and it's got this funky music going on with it. But anyway, I don't want to spoil like all of every episode. <laughs> so if you're interested in that, go check it out. And that just about wraps it up for this episode of the Cretaceous Campcast. I really hope I can get another one next week. I actually recorded this episode last night. It was midnight or after midnight 
and I was tired. I had a pretty horrible day because there's some personal and family stuff going on and I just really wasn't in the mood. And I said, you know what? I'm uploading it anyway. And I cut it up and I edited it and I did all this stuff. I started falling asleep. So I said, I'll do it in the morning. I sat down this morning as it was uploading to YouTube and where to send the audio podcast so it gets distributed everywhere. I was listening to it and I said, wow, this is terrible. Like I sound like someone that would be reading you a bedtime story to put you to sleep. It was really dull and really monotone. And it sounded like I was reading you the worst book possible to help you fall asleep. And hopefully this one sounds better. I don't know. I'm uploading it anyway. I don't care. Because I'm done talking about this USB drive unless you guys want to talk about it more. Now, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Again, you can find me personally at Cretaceous underscore Dave at Media Cretaceous for the brand channel. And a day or two ago on there, I posted some sample artwork for that match game I'm working on. And I love what Sarah came up with. She sent me over 20 dinosaurs already, and they look awesome. Now, they're not scientifically accurate. I went for Jurassic accurate, and that may change. I may go back to scientific, depending on how educational the game is going to be. But they're looking great, and it's going to be a lot of fun. No ETA on that game. I haven't had time to work on the game at all with everything else I've got going on, project-wise and in life. But... Hopefully, hopefully we can get to that soon and we get to some of the other really cool stuff. Lots of ideas going on in the brain. Just need some time to do it. So hopefully I'll be chatting with you all next week, but if not, soon after that. And I hope everyone stays safe, stays Jurassic, and I don't want to get political or anything like that, but if anything is, if any of you out there is in the region of the country or region of the world right now where things aren't going so awesome please stay safe please take care of yourselves and your family and i hope to keep talking to you keep talking at you if that's <laughs> the way you want to word it but that's it for now and bumpy's waving by wait gotta get it in the camera bumpy's waving by and we'll see you all real soon take care everybody